Uh, I'm Nick McRae. I'm one of your associate pastors, and it is my great joy uh, to bring you uh, this reflection from God's Word tonight as we, uh, as we step into the season of Lent. As Pastor Daniel mentioned, uh, the whole season of Lent, and especially Ash Wednesday, is a time of, uh, among other things, of self-examination and reflection. To examine ourselves, to look inside of ourselves and, and um, see the things that maybe we don't always want to see and that we certainly don't want others to see. Um, and in that spirit, uh, there are some questions that we have to ask ourselves. What do you want? Now, really, what do you Want. I mean, like down at the bottom of everything, that, that, that thing that sort of underlies uh, all the other things that drive you, that motivate you, what is it you want? Do you want to be famous? Do you want to be thought well of? Do you want to be liked? Do you want to be understood? Do you want to be accepted? Do you want to be popular? Do you want to be loved by other people? Or do you want God? Now, it's not as though we can only have one or the other, and some of those things are very good things, right? To want to be loved by other people is is natural. It's good. Of course, we want to be loved by others. To be thought well of by others, uh, it's a good thing. We don't want others to, um, you know, to, to, to think of us as uh, someone that they, that they don't like, don't connect with, right? We, we want other people to, to like us. But when it comes right down to it, in our everyday lives, what is our deepest motivation? Is it anything else? Or is it God? Now, that's a tough standard to live up to and to live into. It's a, it's a high calling. But I think that just speaks to the importance of the question, to the greatness of the one who deserves that kind of honor and, and, and reverence and that kind of commitment. So what do you want? Do you want anything else? Or do you want God? As we consider this question, would you hear this uh, reading from the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ in the sixth chapter of Matthew? Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret 
will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who is in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Friends, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. You know, these words from Jesus come in the midst of the Sermon on the Mount, probably the, the most famous sermon ever preached. And when we look at, and I spent some time this week really looking into the, the Sermon on the Mount, and as you do that, you begin to see, you know, on the surface, it kind of seems like Jesus talks about this thing, and then this other thing, and then this other thing, right? Kind of a series of different things, and, and that's true to an extent, but when it really comes down to it, you find, I, I believe that this that we've just heard from Holy Scripture is, is really the heart of the Sermon on the Mount. Because so much, like if we look at the beginning of the sermon, from the very beginning to the very end, Jesus is confronting us with um, kind of two ways, two um, ways of being, two ways of trusting, two places we can look for our salvation, for our, our self-worth, places we can look for our wisdom and our help. And it's always kind of those two sides. It's always, do you want anything else? Or do you want God? In the Sermon on the Mount, I have to remind myself sometimes that Jesus is preaching this sermon not to, not to, 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 to the Pharisees and not to uh, just the general public, but to his disciples, to religious people, right? People like, like you and me, people who come to church on a Wednesday evening in March to do this kind of thing. He's preaching these words to us. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. And that's the key, I think, to understanding this text. Because over and over throughout this text, we hear, right, don't do it in front of others, go and do it in secret. Now, does that mean we can never tell anyone that we, uh, that, you know, or does that mean that we can, no one should ever know that we are generous? Does that mean that no one should ever know that we pray? Does that mean that no one should ever know that, that we fast? No, I don't think that's 
the point, the point is about the motivations. Is it to be seen by others, to be thought well of, to be thought holy, to be thought uh, generous, right? Or is it to honor God that we do these things? The season of Lent uh, invites us into these very practices, in fact, invites us into generosity. The giving generously to those who are in need. It invites us into prayer. It invites us to deepen our prayer lives and recommit to prayer in a new way, maybe if, we've, if we haven't been, uh, or even if we have, to, to, to commit even more to prayer. It invites us to fasting, maybe the most famous aspect of, of Lent, right? Of giving up something, making some kind of sacrifice for Lent. It invites us into that. But there's a warning there, right? Because these practices can easily become something um, that they ought not to be. And I think underlying that, once again, is this question, what do we want? And I love that once we get through these, this, these, this list of, right, about fasting, don't do, uh, when you fast, uh, you know, these three things, the last thing we read is, do not lay up tr- for yourself treasures on earth, right, but lay up treasures in heaven. Because you, you, you remember when in the reading that, um, Right? Those who do these things for other people, they have their reward, right? They are thought well of, and that is their reward. People, other people think that they're holy, and that is their reward. But what's the reward for those whose minds are, and hearts are set on God? What is the reward? I thought about that a lot this week. And the best thing I could come up with, friends, is the reward is God. God is, is our aim. God is our, our target. God is our reward. And there's no better reward than that. What this doesn't mean is that if we do these things, we get God, right? Because it might kind of sound like that. Do these things and, and, God, and you will get God. But that's not the case, right? There's nothing we can do to earn God's love. And the beauty of this season, even though we're at the very beginning of Lent, where we're kind of in the difficult end, where we're sort of uh, digging into the, to the dark places in our lives and in our hearts, and we're, we're walking into the desert with Jesus, we're going into a time of testing, but we do that knowing that at the other end is Easter, right? The cross is first, but then Easter, And that that is the reason that we don't need to earn God's love. Because God came to us in the person of Jesus Christ. He went to the cross on Good Friday and died for all of us. And then on Easter Sunday, spoiler alert, he rose again from the dead. So we don't have to earn God's love. And yet, we've gathered here tonight to begin this season of, of uh, preparation, right? This season of fasting. This season of keeping our eye on God as we do these things, uh, these practices. 
And so as we do this, friends, let, let's, let's, let's keep our hearts on that. Keep our hearts on the cross, knowing that the head of us is the cross, which is a hard thing. But, the head, but beyond that is Easter. So friends, uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to have an opportunity uh, to be tested. Because you're going to be invited to come up here and uh, you're going to be offered some ashes to go on your forehead. And you're going to have uh, this black cross of ashes on your forehead. And then you're going to have to walk out the doors of this building. And that's going to be our first test. And we'll have to ask ourselves, do we want other people to see us? If yes, why? Is it because we want them? And I say these from experience, right? I, I've gotten those ashes and I've wanted to walk out and I wanted as many people as possible to see me so that they would know that I was that kind of person, holy, right? And that was its own reward. Now, does that mean that we should make sure that nobody sees us, right? Just to be safe? Well, no, it, it, it doesn't mean that either. The way I like to think about it, and I, and I hope that, that maybe this will be helpful to you, is that, is that not just when we're, wear, when we're wearing these ashes tonight, but any time we're in, in public and we have an opportunity to, to be known, to be seen for our faith, to, ask, to, ask, uh, to, to, to be in a position of saying to ourselves or to others, uh, not I hope everyone sees me or I hope no one sees me, but I don't care who sees me. Right? I don't care who sees me tonight. Because this, is, because this is for God. I'm doing this as, uh, as uh, a mark, as, a, as an act to show um, that I'm in this thing. And that I believe that God is, is with us and, is, and, and that God is greater than any other prize. Friends, What do you want? Would you pray with me? Holy God, we come together tonight to, to examine ourselves. To ask ourselves, what is our deepest desire? God, we pray that you would give us a deep desire for you and for you alone. And that through these 40 some odd days, that hunger would grow. And that our hunger for all those other things would get less and less and dimmer and dimmer. And our hunger for you would only grow. As we walk toward the resurrection of your son. In his holy name we pray. Amen.